1: it's time now for the bob melvin show presented by nest betting the three-time manager of the year sits down with chris townsend exclusively on AceCast. visit nestbedding.com today here now is chris townsend It's the Bob Melvin Show right here on A's Cast, brought to you by nestbedding.com. Love where you sleep. Use the coupon code Oakland to get 10% off your entire order. We're talking bed, bedding, you name it. Use the coupon code Oakland to get 10% off. Go to nestbedding.com or go to their stores in the Bay Area. Bob, I know know you're disappointed. A tough year because you really wanted to be in the postseason.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, you know, any year that you, the season ends, it feels like, feels like a death almost, and, you know, with the expectations we had for the team this year, this, this one hurts probably more than any other. Um, when you get bumped from the postseason, that's, that's a horrible feeling, but when you don't make it and you have a team that you feel like should make it, then it makes it really hard, and I, I really feel like this is the first team we've had here since I've been here that I felt like was a post-season, post-season team and, and we didn't make it. So that's really disappointing. Uh, you feel really accountable for these things and you feel, feel really
1: bad for not only our players and
0: staff and everybody with us, but our fans as well because they had higher expectations for us too.
1: You know, down the stretch, when you think of like August, late August into September, why do you think you guys weren't able to get it done?
0: You know, we were just too streaky, and we just didn't match up in all our facets. Really, other than the thirteen-game win streak, you know, we'd get some good pitching, and then we wouldn't hit. We'd get some hitting, we wouldn't pitch. At times, we you know we were consistent with our defense, but even that uh, let us down at times on certain games. That if we play defense, we would have won. So we just didn't match up along the way, and we were, we were too streaky. You know, you win three games in a row, and you followed up with losing three or four games in a row. It's tough to to get some consistency and feel good continually, uh, especially in in August and September when you're trying to get to the postseason.
1: Yeah, we talked about that all year long about how streaky this team was. So when you're managing a team that is that streaky, how do you manage the streaks?
0: Well you you try not to to get too caught up in them. I mean, you know we as a coaching staff, we come in every day the same whether we had a, a big win or we had a big loss, we come in the same every day. Our work ethic, what time we get here, how we go about our business with the players. And we try to, to, to get some consistency that way. And our mantra has always been, the only thing we can do is, is take care of today and win that particular game today. So that never changes. And it's harder to do sometimes when you have losing streaks and you've lost four or five games in a row and the feeling isn't as good but that's something we've always tried to do here. So that never changes. And so we don't try to say, OK, we need to do something different here if we've lost three or if we won three.
1: You know, obviously there are expectations, but in the end, you're still 10 games over 500. How do you put that in perspective? You're not happy you did make the postseason, but yet you did still have a good season.
0: Yeah, but it's not, you know, just not good enough. It, it, we, we had higher expectations in 10 games over 500 and the record really doesn't matter. It's whether you get to the postseason or not. I would rather get to the postseason at six games over 500 than, than not in 20 games over 500. So, um, you know, it's just, it is what it is. It was a, a disappointing season for all of us and, you know, look, we, this is probably the first year that we I, I believe we've underachieved, uh, you know, getting to the postseason. And, and next year, these guys are going to have an edge. We talked about it, you know, yesterday about coming back here with a little bit more of an edge and expecting even more.
1: Yeah, what is that like when, because, you know, it's been years since you haven't been to the postseason. What was that conversation like between you and the players?
0: Well, it was an empty feeling, you know, when we were finally, uh, you know, Put done, and, and and we knew for the last three games that we weren't going to the postseason. So that's not a feeling that we've had here for quite some time. So that was kind of empty. And then you know after the last game, you know there's not much more you can say. They, they are, all our guys have the same feeling and the same expectation. So I just told them, you know, look, this this is the year that we didn't get to where we wanted to be. That, uh, you know, if you take anything away from this year, it's the group that we had and the experiences that we had together and how much everybody cares for each other in this team and use this to fuel next year. So it was pretty brief after the season. You know, we'll have some guys going away. Obviously, we still have a great group of core guys here we feel like can get to the postseason next year. So I didn't need to say much. Uh, Most of us are thinking all the same things.
1: You know, when I think about the Chris Bassett injury, we don't normally see EMTs come onto the field and it was very gruesome. I know it affected you a lot. We could see it on television. How much do you think uh, losing Chris Bassett, what he means as a leader, what he means as essentially your best starting pitcher, losing him, how did that affect the rest of the season?
0: Yeah, there are guys that resonate more than others and certainly no more than him really here in this clubhouse. So you know, that bit us for a little while, but it's it's not an excuse. You know, we lost Loriano. Laure, I mean, how many injuries do we have? You know, Piscotti and Moreland, and we never had Trevor Rosenthal from the very beginning. We lost Andrus and Lowry and everybody at the end. We had so many injuries, but that's not an excuse because we still feel like we have enough guys here to, to get to the finish line and get to the postseason. Um, but losing Bass, that, that hurt us for a little while. I mean, you know, you put things into perspective, you see a guy laying there, going to the hospital. It's all we could think about during that game. And now you just want him to be okay and be able to come back and be healthy again. You know, he makes his way back to pitching again. That was remarkable, Uh, but certain guys, you know, it it bites you a little harder than others, but we'll never use that as an excuse. So uh, it's onward and upward.
1: You know, when, when you look at your starting pitchers, they gave you the most innings in Major League Baseball. It, it's kind of hard to believe, but yes, they did. And a lot of these guys, this was their first full season pitching the entire season, if not like a guy like Cap pitching in the big leagues for really the first time. How much do you think you guys can grow off of that?
0: Yeah, well, look, they, these days, they had an edge from the very beginning. They're really close, and they push each other. So it didn't surprise me how it ended up. You know, and you say, you know, it, it does maybe doesn't feel that way. And, you know, to an extent, maybe not. But, you know, and then you hear that maybe the bullpen was worn out. But how can the bullpen be worn out if, if the starters gave you more innings than anybody, anybody else's team? So um, yeah, I think going into next year, these guys will even push each other a little bit more. Um, obviously we make some changes to try to, you know, Oh, you know, make the, the pitching in totality a lot better, but you know, you have to look back at bright spots during the course of the season. This is definitely one for us. The starters should feel very good about what they accomplished.
1: And you think about Frankie Montas. He's the first A to reach 200 strikeouts since Barry Zito. And he's now been named. It's official. The AL pitcher of the month for September slash October going 3-0 and with a 2.19 ERA in six starts. Just talk about the growth of Frankie Montas.
0: Yeah, Frankie's fantastic. I mean, you look at him now and you say, you know, this makes sense, and it does. But he had to go through some tough times in his career, too. Uh, some injuries early on, certainly the suspension and so forth, had to work his way back. That mentally can bite you a little bit. Um, and then, then didn't get off to his greatest start. I mean, he had... A, Decent start, went through a really tough stretch where Z R A climbed almost to five. I remember that day in Texas when he gave up eight or nine runs. And then to finish where he did and culminate with Pitcher of the Month, he has to really feel really, really proud about what he accomplished. And, you know, you look at him and he's big, he's tough, he throws hard. Um, you know, there are a lot of great things that he should feel about going into the next season. And he's going into the next season thinking he's coming in as an ace. And I think we have probably three guys that should feel that way.
1: You know, when you think about your bullpen, a lot of people, oh, they wore down. Just what do you think happened at the end of the season with your bullpen?
0: Uh, you know, if I knew that for sure, I, I'd have a better answer for you. You know, it it, 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 things are contagious on teams. And, you know, I think we went into maybe around the two-thirds mark of the season where we were the only bullpen that had not given up a lead after eight innings. And then it just kind of caved in on us, and we did it a lot. so. You know, it's just I think it can get contagious. Like a team that doesn't hit, or a team that doesn't field well, or whatever. Uh, You go in maybe with a little bit of doubt. You want to be that guy that that stops the trend and maybe put a little bit too much pressure on yourself. So um, it's puzzling the way it happened from such you know from from being so good to to having a difficult time there for a while. Um, But I know our front office will look at that and try to make some changes and try to better our bullpen and you know sustain it for uh, for a full season
1: you know the batting average around major league baseball was down to levels of 1968 and you just wonder about making contact making quality contact how do you and and, and obviously you don't want to be a true a, a true three outcome team how do you think you can change your lineup and get guys to have better batting averages and make more solid contact
0: well, I think, one, we start to look at Matt Olson and, and the changes that he made. Yeah. You know, the year before, he struck out at an incredible pace and went in the offseason saying, I'm tired of this. I'm tired of striking out. I know I have power. I know I have a good eye. I know I walk, but I need to put some balls in play. And when you put some balls in play to the side of the field where they're shifting against you, uh, that that's pretty good start. So I think a lot of our guys probably need to identify, look, it's okay to put the ball in play with two strikes if you're late and on top, you know, there's some holes over there. And I think just a great roadmap for that is just how Matt Olson went about his business. So hopefully a lot of guys look at that. We'll, you know, Darren Bush and and our and Eric Martins will identify that and try to resonate with our guys. But I think there's no, uh, no better guy to look at to, to combat that than Matt Olson.
1: So for you, Bob Melvin, I know you don't watch a lot of the postseason or really the world series. Like how long does it take for you to decompress and get away from this season and enjoy life for a while vacation? How long does that take for you?
0: Uh, some years more than others. This one's going to be a little bit tougher. Um, you know, it's not, I do watch some of the postseason. I don't wrap my day around it. It's just hard to watch because you, you feel like you should be there, but I'm a baseball fan and there's certain games I'm going to watch. And, um, but not dedicate everything to it. And, and, you know, you have to try to decompress and, you know, think about all the things that potentially you can do different going into the next year. And then you got to let it go and you got to ramp back up and feel positive and feel good, you know, the months before spring training starts. So I don't think there's a set date on how long it takes. I don't have any vacation plans at this point. Um, So we'll see. But uh, I know that this, this season's not going to sit well for any of our guys and they're going to come into spring training, really hungry next year.
1: And then that's, what's interesting is like, when do you start getting hungry and going, I can't wait to get to spring training and let's do this all over again.
0: Yeah, Always after the holidays, once the holidays are there and usually kind of around the time that you go to the winter meetings. I'm not sure if there's going to be winter meetings this year, but once you're around all those people, the discussions are being taken, the, the, you know, the, the, Hot stove or whatever leagues going on and talking about changes for, for each and every team usually happens somewhere in December. And once you get past uh, the first of the year, then you're really hungry to get back to spring.
1: And let's end on this. And I know we've talked to multiple people about this. Are you just happy in some ways that we got a season in and you see what happened with Triple A and, and the Reno Aces and the Las Vegas Aviators the last four games of the season? Just the fact that you got a full season in with still COVID that's out there and rampant in our country.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. And uh, and you're right. And you have to have perspective in that. And I think we did a really good job in it in, in, you know, in, in, in staying away and, you know, really just ballpark hotel, realizing it was still out there knowing that, that it, it could be a factor in where the team goes. If you do have problems with COVID, so I think we did a nice job of that. And, and I am really, really, really enjoyed also the last two games here. You know, after losing like we did to the Mariners, to be able to, to walk off in front of good crowds and our fans, reward them a little bit, uh, you know, for a disappointing season. It felt like kind of old times here where, you know, where we, we walk off and, and our fans are such a big part of it. So I'm glad we left in that respect. So I think getting to the finish line, whether it's COVID and in those last couple games here at home, make a little better feeling, but it, you do have to have perspective and understand that it was difficult to get through the season. And I think we did a pretty good job with that.
1: Well, you're the best. And I know how much you care about all of our fans and what you do for us here on AceCast Cast Live and Ace Cast. We're going to miss you. I know we'll talk to you during the off season, but we're going to miss talking to you every single week and uh, we appreciate everything you do for us. Enjoy the off season, and I think I can speak for the fan base. We can't wait for the 2022 season.
0: Feelings mutual across the board, what you do for us too, Townie, and how invested you are in us and, and your being in our fans, how invested they are in us. It's, it's a great feeling to know you have that kind of support from not only you but, but our fan base, and, and you're exactly right. They're looking forward to a really good season next year, as are we.
1: And that's the Bob Melvin Show brought to you by Nest Bedding. Check out their locations in the Bay Area or you go to nestbedding.com for all your bedding needs. Whether you're talking about the bed or you're talking about pillows, whatever you need, you go to nestbedding.com and use the coupon code Oakland to get 10% off your order. That's use the coupon code Oakland to get 10% off your order. That's the Bob Melvin Show brought to you by nestbedding.com. Love where you sleep. Now back to A's Cast powered by iHeartRadio.
0: This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.